When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on the driver who treats the highway like a racetrack and the shoulder like a passing lane. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California, subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Welcome to the Sooner Sports Podcast, presented by Riverwind and Allstate. Now, here's your host, Chris Plank. Welcome into the Sooner Sports Podcast. This is the full Porter Moser press conference coming up here in mere moments. You'll hear from Joseph Harris, the president at the University of Oklahoma, athletic director Joe Castiglione, and the new head basketball coach, Porter Moser. But first, I wanted to get a little perspective from the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland. Take me through what you learned and how the interview went, which, by the way, uh, fantastic from what I was able to. I can't wait to, to share it with everyone on the podcast front, but early initial thoughts on Porter. I liked him a lot. Um, high energy, very enthusiastic about the job. Looked like a kid in a candy store looking at the uh, Griffin training facility yesterday and the practice area. And I don't know if people know, but there's an underground tunnel. I guess all tunnels are underground. That's probably redundant. But <laughs> there's a TJ, did you know this? There's a tunnel that connects the Griffin training facility to the practice facility. It goes underneath I've heard that, yeah. I'm not, that I road know there. That tunnel is lined, the hallway of that tunnel is lined with photos of Sooner greats, men's and women's photos. And one of those videos they put out is him kind of walking through that tunnel slowly, looking at the big pictures of Wayman Tisdale and Blake Griffin and Stacy Dales and on and on and on. Uh, got to talk to Megan and the kids and the whole family, and she's got a little uh, – uh, this part of the country and her she she grew up down in texas and uh, has family around here so she's excited to kind of be back near a bunch of family and um just great i was very impressed uh enthusiastic well-spoken does did not give like coach speak answers to questions 
really trying to, you know, he's ask, he's asking us questions, trying to figure out the lay of the land and stuff. And uh, I came away in a brief, you know, 30, 40-minute time of uh, getting to talk to him and his family, extremely impressed. Now, I know it, they got to win games. I understand that. But uh, first impression was very positive. That's awesome. I'm excited as I dig into it a little bit deeper too, Toby, with his background from his time with Rick Majerus at St. Louis U. Uh, he's got a very, very deep, diverse coaching career from the job that he did in Chicago and recruiting that area. And I've said this a lot, but the first thing that, that I was told whenever he took the job was this dude is going to put his heart and soul into marketing and selling the program. And I think that's big. I think that's big to get – not just the, the students and the university involved, but the community uh, to invest in this program, too. That's exciting. Yeah, he kind of punched back a little on the notion that he's a defensive coach, too, which <laughs> I thought was interesting. Nice. Uh, I, I asked him if he, you know, he hung his hat on defense at Loyola Chicago. Is that what he intends to do here? And he kind of fought that notion a little bit, which I thought was great. He was like, I mean, our – I know that's what people say about us, but that's not what we said about ourselves. Our nice. idea was let's create offense off of our defense. Let's play such great defense that we create fast break opportunities and offense going the other way. So that was uh, a little something new and interesting. But, uh, yeah, I think people are going to love him. I really do. I think people are going to love him. And I'm excited to see who the – sounds like he's got two-thirds of his staff full. I'm excited to see who the third assistant is. And then he's got some really interesting decisions to make. And so do some other guys, you know, like Davion Harmon and Brady Manick and Jalen Hill and, and uh, you know, some of those guys who, who have the opportunity to play here if they want to. And then on the recruiting front, he's got a lot of spots to fill. So they're going to be very busy the next few weeks. It's going to be interesting, man. Well, I'm Jack. I'm excited. I loved – I didn't realize this until you had sent me the note that you had a chance to, to talk to him. The, 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 the setting looks awesome. The, the pomp and circumstance around him coming off the plane was great yesterday. Everything about it was just really cool. Yeah, they did a good job. Uh, the marketing crew and Joe and everybody did a really cool job. And uh, they had a video playing for him when he walked down the tunnel for the first time into the LNC. It was like Billy taking the microphone against Missouri and uh, – some other stuff, and um, they they seemed genuinely blown away by uh, everything. I tell you this, the boys, he's got a senior, a sophomore, and an eighth grader. They are so fired up about the fact that OU is a Jordan brand school. <laughs> they, were, they were wearing the Jordan gear yesterday, and they thought that was the greatest, That's obviously, awesome. from being up in Chicago. So Great stuff, Tubby, and plenty of Jordan brand gear. For the Moser family. Now, without any further ado, let's meet the new head basketball coach of the University of Oklahoma, Porter Moser. But first, an introduction from the president, Joseph Harris. We have been together, the press uh, and us, now over the last couple of weeks. Uh, this is our third occasion to be together. Uh, we, uh, we said goodbye to, to two great coaches for men's and women's basketball, and today uh, we're excited with the next generation of OU basketball. Uh, this is truly an exciting day. I've had the opportunity to meet the Moser family first in two dimensions on Zoom and, uh, and now in three dimensions. And I can't tell you how fortunate we are to have them with us here. I want to introduce them briefly. Uh, there are six of them, so give me just a little bit of time to get through all the names. Uh, but I want to begin. We have Coach Moser, 
who's joining us here. Thrilled to have Coach Moser with us. And then Megan, his wife Megan, who is with us, and I'll, uh, I'll list all four of the kids. I'm going to go through the names and make sure I have them right. Uh, uh, we have uh, Jordan, Jake, Max, and Ben. So let's welcome the family. We're thrilled to have them here. And if you ever wondered where family is, all of, all of the Moser kids are missing spring break right now to be here. Uh, so that's family sacrifice and that's family love, and they haven't complained much about it at all. So, so this is a huge moment. When you think about OU basketball, I want you to know that I never thought I'd be right here uh, in the middle of this, right? This is the house um, that Alvin Adams, and as a student that came here in the 80s, uh, I always looked out on this court and I wasn't here on this court. Uh, but for those of you all who know OU basketball, uh, the idea of being out here where Mookie was, right? Mookie and Stacy King and Wayman Tisdale, right? All of those greats that are out there. And, and since this arena has been here since 1975 in the recent era, we've had so many big names that have come with us, right? Blake, Glyph <laughs> Blake Griffin, we have Trey Young, uh, Buddy Heald, Hollis Price. You can go through the names of those great ones that have been here. And our coaches, one who we lost just recently that I got to watch coach here for so many years. And you look at the, the history of coaches and players that we have here, and when you look at it, OU is a remarkable and stunning basketball program, and we are so proud of that. When you look at the statistics, there are only four programs in the country, four basketball programs in the country uh, that have had four coaches, have had four, more than four coaches send teams from their university to the Final Four. Right? And OU is one of those. We've had four coaches go to the Final Four, a total of five times. And of our last four coaches, three have taken teams to the Final Four. We at OU are a football school and we are a basketball school. When you look across the spectrum, what Joe Castiglione does here makes us a school for student athletes across the board. And we're so proud of it. And now enter the next generation with Coach Porter Moser. This is our next generation. The moment we got on the phone call with him, with he and Megan, it became clear that they fit perfectly into this university family. Uh, they embody the spirit. It doesn't take an expert in basketball to know what his career has looked like over the years. And I won't recount all of it. But when you look at that career, you see someone who engages in excellence. Not just on the court, but off the court not just with basketball, but outside of basketball. Right? His engagement with the fans, his engagement with the students, the way he has run the program with integrity, and of course, the wins that he has mounted up. When you look at that, and when Joe Castiglione came to him, I think I have the right person. I'd like you to meet Porter and his family. It didn't take any time at all, having read the bio, having listened to what attracted them to Oklahoma. What they spoke of was winning, but they also spoke of the fact that at the University of Oklahoma, we do things the right way. We don't cheat. We work hard. We recognize the student athlete as a whole person. We recognize that basketball and sports are an integral part of our community. Both ways. And so we stand here in an exciting moment, in time that I believe will last many years and have so many great successes, so many successes that transcend
the sport itself. When I look at us here, I look at the Moser family, I see the Moser family as part of our university family. And that's central to what makes us so special as an institution. As we sit here, we said goodbye to a legendary coach, and Porter is the worthy inheritor of that. We are fortunate to have them. We welcome you all to the university family, and we could not be more excited. Thank you and welcome. Haven't had to carry this much equipment to a press conference in a, in a long time. Thank you all. Uh, to be candid, I haven't seen anybody in person at a press conference in a long, long time. So welcome to our friends throughout the media. Welcome to many basketball fans, our players, uh, some of our basketball family. Actually, everybody is family here. Uh, special day, special, special day. Uh, we didn't get a chance to surprise you all like we normally do. It's getting harder. You know, a lot of the media people are always trying to track who I'm talking to. I have to really be careful of uh, making sure people don't find my steps, kind of go off the radar. But uh, this world has gotten a lot more craftier in uh, trying to make me be very creative in uh, going through a basketball search. But as uh, our President Joe Harris just mentioned, uh, the fact that we had a person that you know, truly you know, creates a smooth transition, what Coach Kruger did, we talked about you know, his career here 10 years and what he has accomplished with our basketball program, um, what our other head coaches and our teams have accomplished you know, as uh, representing the University of Oklahoma, all fed in to uh, the perception about Oklahoma, Oklahoma basketball, and what we have to accomplish here at the University of Oklahoma. And so um, when we had a chance to really talk in deep detail with Porter, and then get to know his wife, Megan, and then, of course, Jordan, Max, Ben, and Jake. Um, we just knew it was almost a perfect, just the perfect fit, really. It just clicked. And uh, obviously, I did a great deal of, of um, research on any of the candidates we wanted to consider. Uh, I talked to coaches that have won national championships, been in Final Four, some are retired, some have coached against Porter on the floor, some have watched his teams play, uh, knew about him, not just his coaching acumen, what he's uh, established in terms of his culture, uh, way his teams play on defense, and the uh, creative ability, innovative ability he has on offense, um, the way that he develops his players, and really the type of culture that is absolutely the standard by which everything is measured. I knew it's part of the perfect fit for us and Porter and Oklahoma. Just felt like there was that time 
in place in life where the two families have come together to make us now all one Sooner family. And I really mean that but, but from the bottom of my heart. That, that has something to do with helping Oklahoma be successful. You can, you can talk about what his teams have achieved. You can talk about his journey. As an assistant coach, he's been at Texas A&M twice. He's coached in the Big 12. He's been a head coach at Arkansas Little Rock. He's been a head coach at Illinois State. He worked at the right hand of one of the greatest minds in all of the sport of basketball and Rick Majerus. And then he gets a chance to be a head coach again, taking over a program that hadn't had only two winning seasons, I think, in 30 years. And something that was absolutely a, a, a program that needed to be rebuilt. He ushered that program from one conference to another. And then the rest of the story, as Par Javier would say, is well known. Taking it uh, to the brink of the national championship game in the Final Four in 2018. And of course, we just watched what his Loyola team did in our tournament just completed a few weeks ago. It's an incredible testimony to the kind of person he is, the kind of tactician he is, the tireless recruiter he is, and most important, the culture builder that he is. You know that we talk about Sooner Magic, and uh, you know what that means, and it can be defined a lot of ways, but that word is also the acronym for our value system. There are ways to win. One certain way to win at Oklahoma. Winning is the outcome of the journey that it takes. And we can talk about style, we can talk about approach, and we'll talk about all the different players that we'll get to watch and cheer on. But we never waver in our core values, ever. And I found that so refreshing to be able to find people in that and embrace that. And be able to take the prowess that he's had in front of his teams, defensive end, offensive end, and success in winning conference titles, season, tournament titles, and know that we can do that right here in the Big 12 Conference. And so on behalf of our student athletes, some of which our team is here today, on behalf of all of our coaches and our staff and our university, we could not be more thrilled to welcome not only the 15th head coach in Oklahoma basketball history, but the next great coach in Oklahoma basketball history. Ladies and gentlemen, will you join me in welcoming Porter Moser. All right, so a uh, little bit of transition. Uh, we were able to get the Moser family all outfitted in Sooner gear, um, but uh, we want to be able to give Coach, you know, your first, your first polo, your first basketball polo, your first coach's whistle, and you're definitely going to need these, your first pair of Jordans. Get <laughs> my kids out. See, you know, for those of you uh, shoe dogs out there, these are the Jordan 4s, sort of synonymous with getting our program back 
to the Final Four and pursuing those championships we all aspire to have. So, Coach, there'll probably be a few more pairs where these came from, but anyway, congratulations. Thank you all for coming here. And ladies, again, ladies and gentlemen, once again, the new head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners, Porter Moser. Joe, I already took the job, but thank you. Thank you for this unbelievable welcome. Uh, President Harris, thank you so much for this opportunity. Um, just enjoyed so much meeting you and your energy, and I'll, I'll talk about that. Um, uh, Joe, I'm going to talk about your energy and your vision, but I, I, first, I first want to thank God for have his, having his hands on me and my family to put us in this situation and the opportunity to coach at Oklahoma. That is his first and foremost in my life to, to thank. Second, I know President Harris said, when I look at the Moser family, when I look at the Moser family, I see a family who just stole all my gear. I had about five bags worth and now I'm down to doing, but I, my wife and I have been together for close to 30 years. She's been in this coaching journey and any coach's uh, spouse will tell you, it's, you have to have an amazing partner to go through with this. And she's been by my side the whole time. And my four kids, who just had this go with the flow attitude of resiliency in this profession. And that is, that is a big thing in this profession. And I'm so blessed family core unit by my side. Joe, when I, when I first started talking about Joe, his reputation precedes itself all over the country in all circles. And that's something, you know, that I was looking for is that alignment, because I had that alignment. And when you start digging in and, and really getting to know Joe and talking to him, I, I was Jesuit educated at Creighton University, and I've coached at a Jesuit school, and the Jesuits have a mantra, and it's men and women for others. And talking to Joe and just seeing how much of a servant leader he is here at Oklahoma, and how listening to his vision about what, what Oklahoma is about, it was everything I was looking for. It was everything I was looking for. And takes time. Building a culture is, is, is at the utmost important how you do it. And what drew me to Oklahoma is winning the right way. And seeing the coaches, the outreach from the coaches here, everybody says the same thing. It's a family atmosphere. It's a family atmosphere. And to coach at the highest level in the Big 12 Conference in a family atmosphere driven university is what any coach, especially me, covets and looks forward to. And, and that is what is so special. I want to thank Coach Lon Kruger for being the man he is, for being the coach he is, as a young coach coming up in this profession, never knowing that I would be in the shoes trying to attempt to follow him. He's what a young coach should aspire to be. He pours into his student athletes. He competes with tenacity, and he has impeccable character along the way. And I, I'm gonna, I've thanked him for a number of things. His ear, 
his advice. But I know what I'm going to be thanking him the most for is as the months to come. Because sometimes in this profession, you can take over a new job and you walk into a culture and it is just horrible. It takes a lot of time. People here do things the right way. The student athletes separate the way they are academically, the way they are off the floor in, in, in the community. It's the right way. So I thank him for that. I'm not coming in here and using the word rebuild. I want to use the word enhance. I want to enhance the brand. I want to enhance the Loyola basketball brand. I want to enhance the traditions that have gone on here and add my energy and add my personal touch to what has been years and decades of excellence here. I'm looking forward to enhance that. I'm looking forward to meeting the people. I said yesterday, the people that, that, that don't know Porter Moser soon will. Part of what I'm about is, is high energy pouring into others, high energy pouring into my student athletes. I believe I love that term servant leadership, what, what President Joe talked about. And that's the thing is, is my first task is to build the relationships with the current student athletes, build the relationship with the people in the community, build the relationship with the other coaches and learn from them, the administration, because that is the collaboration that is worthwhile. See, when you're younger, I'm a young, young 52, I promise you, I'm a young, high energetic 52. In this profession, uh, I got done playing my college basketball at Creighton, and right away I got in. I didn't I have. I was one of those guys that didn't have any um, delusions of grandeur that I was going to be in the NBA or overseas. I, I, I cut my ties early with those dreams, and I wanted to coach. And early on in your coaching career, you think about the trajectory: where am I going? The success, the money, this. You, you think about that. And the older you get, you think about the journey. You think about the journey. And that has been what's so, been so rewarding for me these last 10 years at Loyola. Because I'd be remiss if I didn't thank the people at Loyola for giving me that opportunity to leading with me a culture of servant leadership, to pouring into that program. And we built a culture based on sustainability. See, Coach Majerus told me when we took over St. Louis, he was always asking me questions like when we'd recruit. Does he love to play? Is he a great kid? Is he high character? Does he want to get his degree? And you add up all those initial questions, and it sums up what he said, build a program, not a team. Because a program is sustainable. A program is sustainable. And that's what we were so blessed to do at Loyola. This last run only had two players from the first one. But the blueprint was high character, tough, winning kids. Then we recruited to a certain skill set, which I'm sure I'm gonna get asked a million questions about my style, but that was, and is what it's about. And that's Oklahoma. Why Oklahoma? Because you can sustain excellence the right way for a long period of time, and you've done it. So there's no word rebuild in my, my focus. My focus is I want to enhance, add, build, more, add, enhance the culture. And that's what I'm excited to do at this unbelievable university. I thank you for welcoming me unbelievably. I thank you for welcoming my family. I look forward to not only weeks to come, the months to come, the years to come. I look for the, the vision of filling this thing. I love when people say I can't do something. I love when people say we can't fill this thing night in and night. I love that challenge because that's one thing with me too. The student body, the excitement here, the contagious, all that is contagious. 
And all that is contagious. And when it's, it's about relationships. They're going to get to know Porter Moser. They're going to get to know my team. I know they already do, but we'll as well. But I want to thank you for this opportunity to be your head coach. I want to honor it. I'm going to respect it. And you're going to get 110% of Porter Moser every single day as I'm your Oklahoma men's basketball coach. Thank you for your welcome. Thank you, Coach. We will go to the media portion of our event. I have a list of reporters who would like to ask a question, so please wait until I call on you. And uh, since we're not using a community microphone today, please make sure you speak loudly enough for Coach to hear you. First question will be from Eric Bailey of the Tulsa World, and then we'll go to Joe Bettner. Eric? Norman, Coach. Thank you. Um, about the roster. Um, there's there's uh, some pl players in the transfer portal. What's my timeline to replace it? Um, and, but the, and have I made contact with any of them? Uh, yes, I've, I've had a Zoom with them. I've talked to them individually. So my, my first task at hand is build relationships with the current players, um, getting to know them, getting to know that, me, um, sharing their vision. Because I, relationships, you know, you, you build a program through relationships to build your culture where they want to want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. If there's no relationship and no trust. Sometimes they're on their own. We atmosphere where everyone's pulling for each other, and that takes time with that. So yes, there's a lot of roster spots open, but I'm looking forward to the building the ones there. We've uh, been reaching out to the young student athletes that have already committed here and building that relationship. Ironically, I had recruited them before, so that was a, a, a great transition. And then we're hitting the ground running recruiting. So I know there's a lot of work to do to get the roster um, filled. And that's one of the top priorities. Um, I will not bend on the blueprint, high character, high talented kids that fit this. But um, the transfer portal is a different market. It's a different market right now of, of getting it. But that's a part of it. It can't be the sole basis of all your recruiting. You still want to build young kids to develop them, skill development, bring them into your culture, and have, and, and have familiarity with your fan base. So a lot, I have, looking forward to even building them more. All so far has just been over the phone with the current student athletes. I'm looking forward to meeting with them individually, face to face, building that relationship with them, the ones that are coming back. And then I'm already been hitting the ground running uh, recruiting. Okay, let's go to Joe Bettner with the Norman transcript, and then Jenny Carlson. So the question was, my time at St. Louis, I think, what did I learn from Coach Majerus? And I'll say this about adversity in your life. Sometimes when people go over my resume, they, they don't want to say it or they say it with a little pause about Illinois State. And I'll tell you one thing I've learned through my faith, through my journey, is you learn more through adversity than you do successes. And I went through a, a well-documented, I, I signed with seven years, was there four, and I was let go. That has been a, a blessing that God laid on me more than anything in my life. Because you learn more from those situations. I'm not, I'm not shy to talk about it. I'm not, I don't back away. I don't hang my head over a down part of my life. 
I raised my head up and I'm thankful for that time. I then went to St. Louis to be with Rick Majerus. And there began another part of God's plan and, and what I've learned. He was one of the best basketball minds I've ever been around. To sit in a boardroom and watch his mind twist, turn, and pivot and talk about game planning. The attention to detail on how he did skill development. The things that he stood for and how he treated my family, how he ran the program. I couldn't have learned more. And I said this, uh, I think I said this to Joe yesterday. Um, when, when Loyola came, Tommy and said, you have to go. That job is perfect for you. And go, go build a program. And we lost him too early. And if he was here in my last three weeks, he would have put his arm around me and say, you've got to go to Oklahoma. That's a perfect fit for you, Porter. And that's what he would have said to me. But what I learned is just an amazing, uh, to be in the boardroom for four straight years of, of learning from an amazing mind uh, about the game and about skill development, about the attention to detail. You know, if you want to hold people accountable. See, that's the thing about Coach Majerus. People look at him and how he was on kids, on kids, on kids. And the thing that I found that was, was such a big part of my journey and my parenthood, you can hold, because everyone talks about old school kids, new, you can hold young people accountable. You have to hold young people accountable. But there's got to be love and trust there. Accountability and love go hand in hand. You can't just come in here and try to expect and hold these kids accountable and push them farther than they think they can go without building a trust and a love and a relationship. And he was unbelievable at that, whether people realize it or not, of what I witnessed in there. And that's one of the biggest things I learned from him. And it was God's plan of, of going through the adversity that I went through. Okay, Jenny Carlson, the Oklahoman, and then Bob Prisbillo. Hey, Porter, Hi, Jenny. Good. above their weight. I know, it's a, I know it's a lot of things that come into play there, but what do you feel like those teams that have done that, what are those fingerprints of those teams? And then uh, the fact that you're coming into the Big 12, just won a national championship, some blue bloods in, in Kansas especially. Yeah, I would assume that punching above your weight is going to be necessary in the Big 12. So the question was, at Loyola, watching our team of the Final Four year 2018 and this run, we, we punched above our weight. And then moving into the Big 12, looking at some of the teams, the national championship, start, especially starting out, we're going to be punching above our weight. And to the first part about Loyola, punching above our weight, is we build a culture and a belief in our locker room that we didn't feel we were punching above the weight. We didn't feel that way. You know, we felt we could beat anybody in the country. And, but that took time. It took time to, to get a group believing that the greater glory comes in everything as a team. You know, to get them that trust relationship I was talking about, to where you get them to, to, to be, it's not a buy-in, it's a believe-in that collectively, collectively you're playing for each other, unbelievable things can happen. That was a trademark of our teams. If you watched us, how connected we were, how every, every person, every person from the managers to the walk-ons to the trainer, everybody brought value, brought value. And that, that collective outreach of value is why people thought we punched above our weight. And, you know, that's why it was so hard to lose. I, you know, we went into the tournament every year with this mentality of not just happy to be here because we were Loyola. We were gut-wrenched losing to Michigan, you know, to advance to the final game. We thought we were going to win it all. We were gut-wrenched. We were, you know, everyone thought we beat Illinois. I mean, inside our locker room, it was, a, it was a confident respect. It wasn't a cockiness. It wasn't, I mean, it was just a confident respect. Like we were punching above our weight. Now, coming into the Big 12, 
You know, it's about building that same culture and belief in your locker room that you don't feel like you're punching above the weight. Now, there's a process. There's developing the roster, developing the talent on the roster, developing the culture on the roster. That does take time. a lot of roster spots to fill. That's going to take time and bring them all together. But I love the pieces that are, that are coming back. I love the pieces that are coming in. And I'm, you're going to love the, also the pieces that we're going to add. And, you know, Big 12 is one, if not, it probably, the, in my opinion, it just, it just won the national championship, the best conference in the country. Seven out of ten went to the tournament. I mean, it's a standard of excellence. So we got to be ready to punch that weight. we got to develop that roster, and we will do that. Hello, Sooner Scoop, and then Cliff Brunt. Welcome, Porter. Thank you. Uh, the way you've recruited, you know, you've been very successful for years and years. Can you bring that same type of principles and philosophies to OU, or is there some type of adjustments that are, you're going to have to make? No, I, I, it's the same pr principles. I'm not, I don't want to change our blueprint. I just feel like we're going to be involved with a higher level student athlete. You know, there's, um, to, to get winners, to get young men that want to get a great degree, that want to compete for championships, that want to do the right thing, um, all that just, you know, you got, a, you got a lot of resources, you got a league to sell that to. So that's what I'm excited about. And it's already, it's already, you know, I hit the ground running with that. So, um, the recruiting, you got, you got to recruit to what, how you want to play, who you are, and uh, we're going to continue to do that at Oklahoma, and I have no question. I just know the way I am in recruiting. It's just I have a high energy about it. I have a high energy about building relationships in the, in, in, and having guys understand the, the way we're going to play is going to be a successful way. Okay, we'll go to Cliff Brunt with Associated Press and then Dean Blevins. Yeah, Coach, you know, there's several coaches in this conference that have coached the Final Four, a couple that have won national championships. Just your thoughts, you mentioned being competitive on the chess match of being against some of the best coaches in America night in and night out. The question was, there's several coaches in this conference that have been to the Final Four. I look forward to the chess match. Um, I look forward to it, because I've been on that stage too. Um, and I'm not going to take a back seat. I think there's some of the best coaches in the country in this league, top to bottom. Some of the best coaches. And it's gonna, we're going to we're gonna have to build it. We're going to have to get in here and uh, finish out the roster. We have to uh, develop the players that are coming back, continue to develop the players that are co coming back. But no question about the challenge. No question about how good the Big 12 is. Some established programs, as we just saw one win a national championship. But that's the, that's the fun of it. That's the fun of it. That's what's draw, drawn me to, 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 to be here, to play at the highest level and win the right way. I mean, that's, I, I can't say more of a mission statement than that. I'm looking forward to that with these coaches. And I'm looking forward to the process. I loved walking in to the Griffin Center with uh, Blake Griffin and the Griffin family. And the, the, the word process, and my kids hit me on the shoulder and said, or leg and said, Dad, you always use that word process. There's a process to all this, all right? There's a process, and it, it starts winning the day. We gotta win the day in April, in May, in June. We gotta win these days, or next March doesn't happen. And that's a yearly process. You know, so many young guys, I want to be a pro. I want to be a pro. And I always, I always ask them, okay, you want to be a pro? That's awesome. What does pro stand for? Stands for professional. What does professional do in every walk of life? Professional takes care of their business. A professional works as hard as they can and hire. A professional acts the right way, respects what they're doing. And that's, that's, that's what I love about what Coach Kruger done. 
Coach Kruger's a professional. He's run his program as a professional. And I'm looking to enhance that. But there's a process that we have to go through this summer to get better, bringing guys in. I really believe that. And I know I'm, I'm flying off the handle. You'll, you'll get to know me doing that. I'm, I'm going down the rabbit hole of another question. But about, the, about some teams that relied on all young people this year. Well, with COVID, you missed that process of having them on campus all summer. You missed that process of acclimating them to college life. A lot of these freshmen along the country came to college and it was just a different world than it was what normal people, what we usually used to. So that part of the process missed on younger people. We're looking forward to getting that process with some young people right away because that is, a, it does take time and you got to win the day starting now. Dean Blevins, News 9, and then Austin Kurtwright. Coach, getting fans in the stands has been an issue throughout. It somewhat, it somewhat relates to style, so if you can tie those two together, we know what defensively you've done and presume that that will move forward. Offensively, if you sign the type of recruit you want, what type of style can we look for? Okay, the question was, uh, there's been, there's been talk about filling the stands here. And, and then style sometimes has to do with that. What's my style to do that? But let's start, start with filling the stands. Um, I can hear by the echo how loud this place can get. And I will tell you that. I, over and over when I took over Loyola, I sat at the press conference 10 years ago, and people said to me, Chicago's a pro town. It's a pro town. Nobody comes to the games. I said, it's a, sp it's a sports town. And that's the thing about students. They love, they love sports. They love watching something exciting. They love watching something they want to do, and, and they got to feel a part of it. When I took over at Loyola, you could have gone to the first media timeout. I could have walked to half court, pulled out my driver, and hit a golf ball, and it would have just bounced around and not hit anybody. We weren't getting anybody at the games. We were selling out every game. We were like 38-2 and two in our last 40 games there, creating a home court advantage. And the students, whether it's I got to go hot dogs, whether I got to go speak at their fraternity or sorority, sign me up. And I know they've been doing that here. So that's not a new idea. They're just going to get to know Porter Moser. And they're going to get to know how much it means to me to come in here and hear this thing filled up. I had an unbelievable relationship with the student body at Loyola. And I'm looking so forward to having that same relationship here uh, at Oklahoma. But it means everything to fill this up. It's a home court advantage. It's a home court. Because I know where I'm, when I'm going to Allen Fieldhouse and I'm going to this other place, it's going to be full. So we're going, to, we're going to give them that same kind of welcome here. And I look forward to trying to build that where every seat is filled here. The style of play, the second part was the style of play. He, he mentioned our defense. That's the misnomer about that if you were within our locker room about that. Because sometimes when people say defense, they think that it's just going to be just defense when you walk into the program. And our whole mantra that we were was defense creates offense. You can run on misses. You can run off turnovers. You look at our offensive efficiency numbers. Look them up. They were in the top 50. There's only like four or five that did both. Everyone talked about our defense because we were number one in the country in defense. But our offense was also way up there. Five straight years in the Missouri Valley. First time in the history of that league, we led the league in field goal percentage. Five years in a row, field goal percentage. Efficient, running. I start every walkthrough with, 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 our, uh, with my team. We do offense on one end, we go over offensive game plan, then we walk and they sit down on the baseline and we talk about the defensive game plan. And I start every, every uh, shoot around with, we gotta run. We gotta get the tempo going. We gotta pass it ahead, space it, space it. 
You get that by guarding. I talk about it in the recruiting process. People ask me, like, you know, I know you're talking about defense. I'm like, you know what I'm talking about? I'm talking about being a two-way player. That's the buzzword now at the highest level is a two-way player. Kobe, LeBron, Klay Thompson, Kawhi Leonard, they're two-way players. That's what, I, that's what I like talking to our young student athletes about, being a two-way player. And so the style is that way. The style is defense is going to create offense. Defense is going to create turnovers and run in space, be efficient, and play together. The question was um, that at Loyola saw that I wrote letters to the student newspaper um, talking about the students. I went and spoke a lot to the students. I even, I even, in my, uh, I paid for myself three buses to travel to a road game for the students to Valparaiso, and that is part of, of what I'm going to do here. But with the, there's there's more students. <laughs> there's more students. I got to get more buses, Joe. I got to get more buses, and uh, and you know that's that's part of it, and uh, so. Nothing's going to change. Nothing's going to change. I love being a part of it. I'm not going to be this head coach that's on this island. In a short version, that's why I said those that don't know me soon will. And I look forward to connecting with the students. There's just more of them. I don't think you can only do that in a small town atmosphere. And uh, I think you can do that and enhance that here. There's, just, there's more students, more students to get excited. And I'll write, I'll do anything with the student newspaper. So, so yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have said that, to a certain degree. <laughs> okay, we'll go to James Hale with KREF, and then Jason Kersey. You have, through the grapevine, we've heard about two of your assistant coaches that you're going to bring in. You could talk about those guys if that's possible. And also, what do you look for in an assistant coach? How do you work with those guys? I can't talk specifically about who I'm hiring yet until there's a process that that has to go through. So, but... Um, I will tell you two things. One, what I look for is the extension of the values that I have. I like high energy guys. I like high. I don't want to. I don't like to pigeonhole assistant coaches. All right. I want to develop. I want everybody. Like I want every player on my team to be a pro. That doesn't. I don't shy away from that. If guys say they want a pro, that doesn't. That doesn't bother me. I want you to be a pro. Now, your work ethic and your commitment's got to equal that. Well, it's the same thing as head coach or assistant coaches. I want my assistant coaches to be in the mold of becoming a head coach someday. So I want them to be able to on-floor coach. I want them to be able to recruit. I want them to be, build relations with the community. I want them to be able to be in the budget meetings. I want them to be able to do my TV show if they want to do it and be in front of there. I'll do it most of the time, I promise. But I'd be able to be a guest on it. I, I, I want that. So, and I'm, I know where we're at with that, and we're getting that. We're getting that um, here. Um, so... I want an extension of me. I want a high energy. I want them to be I'm, I'm, guys that are the same with me. They don't, they're not going to be on an island. They're going to they're be outreached. We can learn so much from the OU programs here. The success of the other sports. I love picking the brain and see what they're doing. See what they're doing in recruiting. See what they're doing in team building. I can't wait to learn from the coaches uh, in, this, in, this, in this department. Um, some unbelievable coaches. Unbelievable success rate. And I want those I want those assistant coaches to be what I've always been myself, lifelong learners. I want my coaches to be lifelong learners, finding new ways, finding things to enhance, finding new ideas in 
we attract the players that should be here. But the only thing I can say is that I'm going to get that, and we are we are going to we are getting that. Just can't say it yet. Okay, we'll come over to the right to Jason Kersey with the Athletic, and then Garen Emig. question was, after the Final Four, I've had many opportunities. Why Loyola? And then can I confirm uh, about Sister Jean? Um, like with Sister Jean, like everybody else, she's entering the transfer portal. <laughs> she, um, she's been uh, a true friend of mine, um, a true friend of the program, before she became a worldwide uh, celebrity. Um, and uh, I know this, um, she is one of the best people persons. She pours into those student athletes, she pours into the coaches, and uh, we'll be friends for life. Um, as long as we don't play the Ramblers, OU Sooners have a 101-year-old nun gonna be praying for us. As long as we don't play the Sooners, or the, the Ramblers. Um, what was the first part of your question? Why Oklahoma? Oh, why Oklahoma at this time? Um, you know, never easy leaving something that you've invested in and love. And I'm not a jumper. I hope to plant, plant roots here for a long, long time. I'm not a jumper. And I spent 10 years of my life there. Um, but it was a place that I had an unbelievable alignment with the administration, with my athletic director. I had an unbelievable relationship building a family. The, the, the former players' families would come to all the games on the road and they'd tailgate. And the, the former players, we built such a family. And I wanted to have a place that would, would embrace it, that did, was doing that. And when I started talking to Joe and really digging in, and everything that he was saying was about the right way to building that experience, that culture for the student athletes. And it just blew me away. And to be able to, to, to be a part of that in the Big 12 Conference. I mean, that's, it's just a perfect alignment for me to be at the highest level, the highest level to compete in that league, doing it the right way at a place that's culture-driven, family-driven, success-driven the right way. All those drives align with, with my drive. Okay, Garen Emig, Tulsa World, and then we'll go to Barry Trammell. Thank you. Talk about how important player relationships are um, and how they've evolved since when I started uh, at Little Rock as a head coach. Um, you know, I've always, I've always believed, like the player relationship, I got into coaching because my player relationship with my, my college coach was Tony Baroni at Creighton. That's who I played for. And he had a huge impact on my life. And that's why I got into coaching, is the impact he had. And we had a family atmosphere, and that's been the basis of how I've run the program, a very close-knit, be a part of something bigger than yourself, front of the jersey, all those things. Um, but I will say, I referenced it early about my journey. I feel the older you get, the more you're intentional of pouring into your players. I think I, I spend more time with it. You know, you can say that as many times you're just, there's so many balls in the air and you're trying to do this, that, and the other, and you don't really carve out the true time to build that relationship. Because young people know, young people know, I'm looking forward to do. 
because the, the, the current players that are here, that are, that, are, that are here, that's not me in the last week. I've only been able to Zoom with them and talk on the phone. They're going to get a lot more of, of, of me in the weeks to come, if they so choose. And that's where it's changed with the transfer portal, being able to be uh, uh, eligible immediately. I, 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 it's, 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 it's part of life. It's part of life. That is. And I'm looking forward to building that relationship with these guys if they want it. If they choose that they want to do another place, that's their prerogative. But it's not going to be from a lack of effort me trying to build that relationship. Um, but I do find, I just to answer your question I, from when I was younger, um, it's why I got in the profession. And then sometimes when you're young, you're doing it more. You're just flying around and just, and the older I got, the more intentional I am. It's all about the journey. It is all about pouring into them. Because the more you pour into them, the greater they can go. The greater they can go. And that's what we, that's what the success is it's rooted at my core, what happened at Loyola. You talk about out punching, I don't know, out kicking your coverage, I should say down here. Um, out kicking your coverage with, with the people that we, that we beat. But it was just, we got more out of them because there was such a bond. That's what we're going to be building here or, or continue building there. And, if, and, if, and it's hard. I will say every one of them, one of the first things I said on Zoom, it's hard. You signed up to play for a certain coach and a coaching staff. I get that. It's hard, all right? But that's sometimes that makes them you know, more resilient in life. It's hard for my kids to move. It's going to make them more resilient. They're going to meet more friends. One of my move to Bloomington, Illinois, I met one of the best friends in my life. But you learn resiliency. So it's hard that they lost their coach, but I'm looking forward to building that relationship and see where that goes. Okay, we'll go third row to Barry Trammell of the Oklahoman and then Joey Helmer. Yeah, sort of apart from that you can put Loyola out of this, you grew up in greater Chicago, and then you spent 10 years, your most successful part of your career, in Chicago. How has Chicago place sort of formed who you are and, and what you are? The question is, I, I grew up in Chicago, I spent 10 years in Chicago. How has that place formed who you are? I think all of us here have a hometown. Whether you're living there still or not, you always have roots to your hometown. Doesn't mean you can't make a home somewhere else. And Chicago is, is, will always be very close to my heart. I was born there, my family was born there. Just had a great run there, all right? So just like all of us, we have a hometown, those hometown, wherever it comes from. But I've built homes, home, there's a lot to go. It's about the people. It's about the relationships. It's about everyday life. And I can't tell you from this morning at the breakfast buffet to at the airport to the welcoming, the people are just unbelievable here. And that's what I grew up with my family, with my parents. And I'm looking forward to building that home here. Um, I spent six years in Texas, five years in Little Rock, and my wife's from Texas. See, that's everyone thinks like, how. how We've been up there so long, they're like, what's going to happen? You're going to bring your wife back down south. I'm like, well, I brought her up to the cold. She's, she's going to be happy as heck. There's no more 20 below. Um, but uh, home is, home is where, you, where you make it. And I'm so excited to make Norman my home. Time for a few more questions. We'll go to Joey Helmer with 247 Sports and then Ryan Chapman. Congratulations. Thank um, you. When you at Loyola, you had a board that said created by culture has a bunch of terms and phrases on it. So what does culture mean? What, what does that board mean? So it's, it's interesting you said that. So 
he mentioned it, and there was a lot of articles written about I had this wall called the culture wall. And the, the genesis of that wall was Coach Majerus had all these little terminologies, these little coaching phrases, throw you to the rim, reach for the lights, never be three in a row, escape the paint, pressure the picked up dribble. I mean, there's a million of them. And like, I started writing a notebook down when I was working with them, and then it just, I watched it morph into this amazing way to teach. It was just simplistic phrases, and all of a sudden the players would start using them. So when I got the job, just through osmosis, I just slapped them all on the wall in the locker room. Like, well, if they're going to hear me say them a million times. And then it developed into the, the accumulation of all these little things. We were successful. And then we went to the Final Four where we did it and made them bricks. And that is one I've already talked to the people about doing that. And it, it, all it is is just it's, it's a technical teaching points, phrases that we use are from Coach Majerus that um, we're going to have our wall of culture. Um, what culture is, it's habits. It's the way you do things every day. You know, it's your standards. Your standards, your habits, but it's got to be every day. So many people can talk about culture. I'm going to be in this little montage. They did a montage of all the coaches that say the word culture at their press conferences, and here I go, and I'm going to be added to it again. But you got to live it every day. The key to culture is every day. It can mean different things to different people, but it's got to be every day or it's not real. And it's habits, standards, the way you go about your business every day. Okay, two more questions. Ryan Chapman in the back, and then Josh Calloway. Hey, Coach, welcome. Um, so, Lon Kruger talked about how he kind of almost underestimated the strength of the Oklahoma brand coming in, particularly what the success of the football program can do to help recruiting. Um, how have you planned to try to utilize that, take advantage of that, and, and bring the kind of athletes you want in? 100%. I can't. It's, the question was how, the, the branding. He said, Coach Kruger underestimated the power of the OU brand. And how are we going to use the success of football to enhance recruiting? And I can't wait to use the successful to, to what uh, Coach Lincoln Riley's done, his energy, um, the way he does things. I can't wait to learn from that. To, to so many people in the last week, um, that brand is of excellence. And what I mean, I don't to sell excellence. That's it's. <laughs> I can't wait to use it. Um, the brand of the, the the just that logo, that OU. You know what OU is. Trust me, I started out the last 10 years putting LU in my shirt and then say, what, is, what the hell is LU? Um, and now they, now they know what that brand is in Chicago, but they didn't. Everybody knows what OU is. Everybody knows what OU is. This is really cool. Everybody knows what that is too. That's a cool, that's a cool brand. I was on game day with Reese Davis, and that's why Joe is Joe. He literally FedExed me a pullover it, it got there, I opened it up, put it on, put my camera up, and I had to answer questions with Reese Davis live on national TV. That's how it went down. And everybody were like, dang, Porter already's got the gear. They, they said, man, OU, and then the Jordan brand. How many people put on both? But just that little things that Joe does. He just does a lot of little things. To him to get me it that quick, that I was able to get it and have it there, people recognize OU brand. They recognize Jordan brand. But they also recognize the excellence that's been going on in the other sports. And I can't wait to parlay that on all the sports, especially football. I mean, it's, it's a household brand. Um, people are, you know, so excited. I can't wait to learn and be a part of that and definitely, definitely use that and sell that excitement um, of togetherness with our, with our recruits. Okay, our final question this morning will be from Josh Calloway with Sooners Wire. I 
I guess how nice that is for everyone at Brayman to know that fans are really excited to have you. The question was when Coach uh, Kruger announced his retirement and then my name started to surface and when I got it, there was fan excitement. And I, I, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Um, and I, I, I'm looking forward to going on the journey with you. Know this, I'm not one to say, hey, we're going to do this right here, this, this year. I'm one, I don't know what year. All I know is it's every day. Every day you're going to get 110% me. Every day we're going to be building towards sustainability. I mean, the goal is sustainability. You want to build that program where, you know, like we just did. We lost everybody and we were right there to do it again. That's what we are. And um, so I can't tell you how much I appreciate the welcome. And they're going to get 10% of my energy um, and trying to win the day every day. So thank you for that. And uh, I thank the people for that, that the unbelievable welcome. This has been the Sooner Sports Podcast. The Sooner Sports Podcast is presented by Riverwind, home to a luxury hotel, fine dining, and never-ending rewards. Riverwind is still the one. And Allstate, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review however you listen. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.